and welcome back to another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Caputo, and let's get started. Good playoff games last week, man. They were not disappointing whatsoever. I think we can all agree that we all enjoyed them, right? Yeah, I, I, I thought so. You know, the Buffalo game, I think, was the best one. Though. Buffalo was unbelievable. Buffalo Colts. Buffalo hanging in there at the end, man. I honestly thought they were going to blow that, man. Pull back-to-back uh, playoff losses like that. Uh, like from the year before when they lost the Texans. And then, oh, man. And then the Cleveland game, which is fun to watch the Steelers get pounded. Talking trash all week. And then Cleveland shuts them up, baby. I love it. But now we're in the next round. We got divisional matchups now. And... Once again, we got two games Saturday and two games Sunday. They're going to be fun to watch, baby. Let's start with the Saturday games. Los Angeles Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. 4.35 start time. Right now it's Saturday where I'm at. It's 2.30. We got two hours till game time. I love it. So we got Packers and Rams. I got to go Green Bay on this one, man. I think Green Bay has been such a great team this year, man. They're hot. Los Angeles, also a hot team right now with Cam Akers. Making the offense what it really what it is this year really late. Like, you know what makes it upsetting though? If you drafted like myself, Cam Akers and fantasy, all this hype for how good he's going to be, how good, it, and they wasted it all by doing that stupid running back committee that we saw the first half of the year, and then Cam Akers the last like really the whole month of December just went off when they finally gave him the range as the starter, and then in the playoffs yesterday last week he did great. So it's like next year. I got He's got to be one of the running backs I draft next year, Cam Akers. It's, if they're smart, they'll just say they'll stop that stupid committee crap and just make Cam Akers a full time guy. That was so stupid this year. Imagine how much better they would have been if they had Cam Akers just full go the whole season. But you know, we go from there, and I Packers. I still find just their offense is just too high powered, man. Uh, Devontae Adams, come on and. Aaron Jones, it's too much. It's too much, and I think the experience with Rodgers, he's going to go off again. It's Packers all the way on this one. Uh, The second game, Buffalo. This might be, I think, the game to watch, the night game. Buffalo, Baltimore. I really like uh, Buffalo in this one, man. I mean, I like Buffalo, but at the same time, Baltimore – Last week, upsetting the. I think more it really was an upset in my opinion. The, the Titans, man, but Baltimore could easily win this too. With the, with the advantage was they couldn't stop the Lamar Jackson running around. That's what killed them. So Buffalo's got to be able to figure it out. But the, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be some bad weather in Buffalo, so that might give Buffalo the advantage because Lamar's never played in that crazy uh, weather, you know. So we'll see what happens there. But I still get Buffalo advantage with home field advantage plus weather pending with some big winds and possible snow up there, I'm hearing. It's going to be uh, pretty goddamn cold. So Buffalo, I'm going to give a slight advantage here. But don't count. If, even with that, if they can't throw the ball because of the wind, it's not over because <laughs> Lamar Jackson is just going to run around, run circles around people. So I think this is going to be very similar to what we saw with the Colts game. Last week with Buffalo. It's going to be another close edge game here. But I'm going Buffalo. Uh, we got Cleveland. Believe land, baby. Am I going to buy my t-shirt this weekend for Believe land? I don't know. We'll have to see. Believe land at Kansas City. 
Now the Chiefs coming in, home field, and they're the obvious favorites, but believe the land. I really would like to see Cleveland put on a show. I still think Kansas City comes out with the win, but this is another game where I think it could be very close. Don't count out Cleveland. I think Cleveland could really make a splash here with that running game. If they can get that one-two punch running game going early like they did with the Steelers the week before, Kansas City could be in trouble. You know, you can't count them out yet. So are we going to see Believe Land? If so, I'll tell you right now. If Cleveland wins this, I'm saying it right now. Bar still selling those Believe Land t-shirts? I'm buying one. This I'm buying one. The second that game's over, if Cleveland wins, boom, I make a purchase this weekend. Believe Land. Then we got Tampa at New Orleans. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Now, this one's interesting. Third time. Will third time be the charm? For Tom Brady. He's lost both games against New Orleans this season. So, will this be it? Will he beat him where it counts? Breeze has the advantage right now, but it doesn't matter because now we're in the playoffs. So, this is decide who's going to the conference game. Can Brady get that playoff magic, who he's known to be a playoff monster? Can he relive the playoff years of Patriots and bring it in Tampa Bay and go against New Orleans? Or will New Orleans win this one and continue their path to give Breeze one last championship? Or will Tampa Bay win, give Tom Brady another shot at the championship, and Breeze may be riding off into the sunset? So... Another good game to end. I like that this is the game to end the weekend. You go two Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers battling out. One last time, they these guys are going to play each other. Both leading NFL all-time in touchdown passes. This is going to be a great weekend of football, I'm telling you. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but this might be one of the best playoff weekends we've had in a very long time. Very, very long time. That's for the playoffs this weekend. The last thing I want to talk about on the show today real quick, coaching searches. So we'll start with the first three that are already locked in. We got Jacksonville signs Urban Meyer making his NFL coaching debut after being the Florida Gators coach for years with Tebow and then going to Ohio State with Cardell Jones and all those guys. Can he win all those national championships? Now, he's coming to the NFL. This is the man that said he was never going to come back. Now he's back, and he's coaching the NFL, and he's most likely going to have, if he drafts him, he didn't say anything about drafting him yet, but I think he will. You'd be stupid not to. He's going to get another quarterback that Trevor Lawrence. Now, personally, I, I the only reason I think Jacksonville, I don't like the Urban Meyer move because I don't trust Urban Meyer. He's always getting in trouble. You know, there's always something going on with a scandal at Ohio State, and then he gets these weird sicknesses where, oh, I feel sick all of a sudden, I can't coach anymore, that, that happened in Florida, and they, you know, his team in Florida was like a bunch of criminals too at some point, and so all those guys had 30, 30-something arrests between all the guys that were there, you know, drugs and crazy stuff, he doesn't really take good control of his team, so now he's dealing with professional players, couldn't handle the college guys, now he's got professional guys and money's involved now. And I just feel like they're going to overpay him too. I think they're going to they're going to give him like close to like that Belichick kind of money, which I don't think he deserves yet, you know. But uh, it's gonna it's interesting. I would I like I really am going to pay attention to see what happens, especially if Lawrence is the pick there, and then go on from there. So we'll see. I'm just not sold on Urban Meyer quite yet. Perfect example of that of another legendary college coach come in and do nothing. Nick Saban did nothing when he was there. Nothing. So, 
We'll see. But the, this was my favorite one. The Jets getting Robert Saul. They finally starting to figure it out, New York. Bring in a guy that's going to bring culture back to the team. And what I mean by that is just a hot, like, fiery, like, guy who, who loves to get excited. Bring some some wisdom and some spirit back to the team, you know? Like, perfect example, a guy who was, like, hot, fiery, and, and crazy was the last guy that Jets had was Rex Ryan, I think, who had that charisma, you know? Since then, they've just been on a roll of just dull coaches. There's no, they're just very plain not exciting. This guy's solid. When you watch him on the sidelines for the 49ers, he's all over the place. He's jumping up and down. He's screaming. He's yelling. He's headsets flying, pumping his fist, hanging out with the players, cheering them on. And, you know, like, he, he's a – I think Robert Sala is going to be great for them. And what made his move even smarter is he took the other LaFleur brother, Mike LaFleur, is most likely going to be his uh, offensive coordinator, who is the the brother of uh, the LaFleur of the Packers. It's his brother. And this Mike LaFour guy is supposed to be a new, another hot coaching candidate, and he was smart enough to say, hey, you're coming with me. We're going together. I'm the head coach. You be my offensive coordinator, and we'll go from there. Smart move, in my opinion. You know? Look at his resume real quick. He's been, uh, you know, interim guy in Cleveland. Offense assistant in Atlanta, and then he's been the passing game coordinator for the uh, Fal- uh, excuse me, 49ers since uh, 2017. And he was probably going to be uh, on his way to a coordinating spot, and then he got it. Well, he's going to be the offense coordinator for the Jets, so good for him, man. Good for him. Robert Sala knows what he's doing, and he's bringing in Mike LaFleur. I think he's good, who's going to be eventually in a rising star. Could down the road even be a future head coach. Brother is. Brother's doing a good job with the Packers. Why not him? Robert Sala to the Jets so far has been my favorite of them all. And then the third one is Arthur Smith took the Falcons job. Tennessee's offensive coordinator for the last two seasons. Uh, basically, I think he came in. He he replaced uh, the other LaFleur brother. So now he's here. He's the Falcons. The thing he's going to see here, he's been working with Derrick Henry so long can he get Todd Gurley back into shape now he's he's had Tannehill now he's got Matt Ryan are they going to keep Julio it's going to be interesting to see I think it's a good pick because this guy's got he made the Titans offense look very good the last two seasons since he's taking control now can he get the Falcons offense back into the same rhythm of what they used to be that Super Bowl year I hope I do like the Arthur Smith move this guy was one of the highly favorites on a lot of teams he was on a lot of people's lists Jets liked him Falcons gave him the deal. I know the Lions loved them too. And uh, that will be my next team I want to talk about too. The Lions. Lions. Look at the rest of the teams that are still standing. The Lions, the Eagles, the Chargers, and Houston. Now Dan Campbell, the tight ends coach for the Saints. I think he is also the assistant head coach, if I'm not mistaken. Let's look that up real quick. Remember Dan Campbell in his interim years when he was with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he's assistant head coach and tight ends coach, Dan. I always like this guy. Every year this guy gets mentioned for being uh, a possible head coach. And I don't know, he just never, for some reason, teams just never bite on. But he's always in the running. Always. And Dan Campbell right now looking at, I just wanted to look at the year he was the interim coach. The year he was the interim coach for Miami, he was 5-7. and seven. So what are you going to do? 
But that interim year, and he was he was way he wasn't ready yet. You can't go off that. Clearly wasn't ready yet. You know, now he's been with the Saints. Sean Payton loves this guy. And he's if he's gonna get coach be the assistant head coach under Sean Payton, you know he's definitely learned a lot since then. And I think he's ready. Supposedly the Lions have him as picked as their number one pick. I think once the Saints are done in the playoffs, whatever happens to him, he's immediately then gonna the very next day. That Monday, he's going to probably sign his deal and say, I'm going to be the head coach of the Lions. And I think it's a good pick for him. They need a good offensive coach. I think the whole defensive thing, Bluto, didn't work out. And I think Dan Campbell is perfect for the Lions going forward. I would love to see Dan Campbell be the new head coach there. Then we got the Eagles. I think the Eagles are screwed right now because they, they fired Doug way too early. You know, and Doug, you know, I don't think it was the problem. I really think it was Howie Roseman is the problem. Going forward, Doug was a little bit of a problem. Carson Wentz was a little problem. But I think a lot of the problem was Howie Roseman. They kept him. Oh, well. But head coaching-wise, no one so far, people that have been interviewing are not happy because they the Eagles want to pick the staff. They're not letting that coach pick. The Eagles are going to pick your staff. So I think that's wrong. It's stupid and it's not. No, that's why no one's going to come. They're not going to attract any good players or, excuse me, coaches going forward. So personally... If I'm the Eagles, their best bet right now, they're going to have to hire an house. I think it should be Deuce Staley, the running backs coach for the last few years. And uh, the man who really should have been, Deuce really should have been the offensive coordinator a few times, but they always, for some reason, went right over him. I don't know why, but Deuce should really be there. He's also been an assistant head coach for the Eagles. Deuce should really be the guy. I like Deuce Staley. Going forward, he's a, a a player favorite. The team loves him. Should really be the guy going forward. I would like to see Deuce be the new starting uh, running back for, or excuse me, sorry, running back. That's years, 20 years ago we're talking about. Nah, seriously, head coach. I'd love to see Deuce, Deuce Staley, one of my old favorite running backs. He was a great running back for the Eagles. I'd love to see him. You know, he's really a true Eagle, man. He should be the head coach of this team. I know a lot of people aren't sold on it. They're worried because he's got really no experience. He's never been a coordinator. He's only been a position coach. Uh, he's not really a name. He's only a local name. You don't really know who he is if you're an Eagles fan. You're, you're around the area. I, you know, But I still think he's got potential. You know, He's been under Andy Reid. He was under Chip Kelly. And he was under Doug Peterson. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think Deuce is ready. So I think in-house, Deuce Staley, Eagles would be a great pickup for him. And I think it would change a little bit of the team around. Maybe it would make the team. He's. A, I think he'd be a great players coach. Try to get the team calmed down because there's been so much drama going on with the players right now. I think he's the perfect guy to come in and clean it up. Deuce would be the perfect guy. Then we got, um, I'm going to save Houston last because that's a whole other topic. But then we got Los Angeles. Los Angeles, I got the perfect freaking guy for them, and that's Jim Caldwell. Please bring Jim Caldwell back in the NFL, people. This guy's a steal. I don't know why teams don't give this. Like Everyone's interviewing this guy. Jim Caldwell is such an underrated coach. He's currently with the... To the NFL. He's currently doing some stuff with the NFL. I know he's been around doing some stuff here and there, but Jim's got to be 
the guy there. He's he he's a good quarterback guy. He's a great offensive coach, and his tenure sixty two and fifty overall record as a coach not bad. He's got two and four playoff record. I just don't see why you wouldn't bring Jim Boy back. He young. You get a young quarterback uh, with uh, Justin Herbert that he can work with and and develop with and just make him better. And if he doesn't go to and plus, like I think the Chargers personally, if you get a good leader and a good coach like him, uh, they're a win now team next year. I think, especially after what they do in free agency this year and what they draft this year, and then you bring in a guy like Jim Caldwell to be the head coach. I think they could easily be a playoff team next year, and I think Jim's the guy to do it. Jim Caldwell will be my leading guy for the LA Chargers. I think it's just the right move. I, I there's really no one else I see than Jim. They'll, I don't know who really else they're looking at right now, but I really think that should be the guy, if they're, if, if anyone. And then I know we got Eric Bieniemy left, who's another hot guy out there for uh, coaching right now. I really see him being the next Houston coach. I know also reportedly going into Houston that Jim Caldwell is a leading candidate for Houston. But here's the problem with Houston. They're going to lose to Sean Watson. I don't see him coming back. I think he's so done with that owner and the direction that team's going right now, there's no way he's going to want to stay. He's going to try to get out of there. Too. He's going to fight tooth and nail to get a trade, and he's no chance he's going to stay there. No chance. I think he, every day I get a new report that he's getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And I think in the end they're going to try to, they're going to, try to make him happy. And one of the guys that Deshaun Watson said that he wanted there was Eric Bieniemy. I think they're going to wait until can, whatever happens in Kansas City and – if they're willing to wait for Bienemy, I think that's who they go. They interview Bienemy, and Bienemy becomes the new head coach at Houston to try to save Deshaun, or they bring in the quarterback whisperer Jim Caldwell as well. I really don't want Jim Caldwell there because if if Deshaun leaves, then Caldwell's screwed. He's going to be stuck there with nothing. So I rather see Caldwell, like I said, go to the Chargers, and Bienemy. If that's what Deshaun wants, bring in Bienemy for Houston. Make him the new head coach there. I think the enemy would be good too. And another coach who's been getting tossed around, I know he was supposed to interview, or he might have interviewed with the Eagles, but speculation from what I heard sources that he wasn't very happy with the situation in Philly, so he turned him down quick. But Kafka, Mike Kafka, the quarterback coach for Kansas City, is another guy you got to look after. So if he doesn't get a job this year, Kafka, look for Kafka possibly to get a job next season as a at the end of next season as a head coach. Because I think if Bienemy leaves, Kafka's gonna get promoted and go from quarterback's coach to be the new offensive coordinator for Kansas City. And then if the in a, I think in a minimum year, maximum two, he'll be a, a future NFL head coach. He's a big hot candy right now as well. But that's gonna do it for this edition of Two Minute Warning Show. I hope you like this one. Uh, a lot of good playoffs games. Uh, a lot of good, so far, coaches picked here for the future. There's still a few more teams left, so I think by next week we'll probably have uh, maybe one or two more locked in, and then we'll have the official probably after the Super Bowl because I, I think some teams are probably going to want to win on the enemy. But we'll see. But that's going to do it for me in this edition. Watch these games this weekend. It's going to be a very fun football weekend. Uh, recommending the Bills game and Ravens game. And then uh, for Saturday, and then for Sunday, I recommend the uh, Saints-Bucks game for that one. But they're all going to be good. There's really no recommendations at all. But those are just the two highlight ones to really look look at going forward. So 
Enjoy. We'll be back next week to talk about the conference games, probably if there's any more coaches changes, and maybe we'll throw a little free agency picks for what teams should go for where. That will do it. Enjoy the weekend, and be safe watching football. Goodbye, everybody.